Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's make 2019 the last year you suffered through bad sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and Johns Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight hours of sleep every day. One of sleep's biggest problems is the temperature. It's tough to get a good sleep if you're too hot or too cold. It's 2020 now and you have the Pod by 8 sleep to help you out. The Pod is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was developed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. It combines dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like the bed cool, your partner likes the bed warm. Now you can have both at the same time. And a crazy comfortable bed too. For the next week, get $200 off your pod and a free gravity blanket for a total value of $500. Only at 8sleep.com slash V-S-I-N. 8sleep.com slash pro. 8sleep.com slash pro. is the number one sports podcast network out there and every episode kenny and i will provide inside knowledge into all things florida state football so if you enjoy the show please subscribe and rate the show on at believe podcast or at believe.com we also have a facebook page believe in fsu football podcast so just type that into facebook we have a facebook page there as well so like and subscribe there too and we're on itunes spotify google play luminary and the TuneIn app as well and you can follow us on Twitter at kshaw81 and at underscore chrissharp underscore. And on Instagram, you can follow us at kshaw81 and at chrislookingsharp. All right. So January 6th was the, one of the biggest anniversaries in Florida State history. That's right. Florida State took home a 2013 national championship, a BCS national championship right there, the 13-14 season. Uh, Florida State beat Auburn 34-31 in a very thrilling matchup. Now, Kenny, all right, so let's kind of, like, backtrack through the week. Let's start off when you all first got to Pasadena. What was the kind of the vibe like? You just beat Duke in the ACC championship game, so you know you're number one. You know you're going to Pasadena. What was the vibe like from touchdown and, and through that whole week of bowl practice? Well, the vibe, the vibe honestly, it was like you, you've made it to this destination, and you, you know you can't leave without a certain end goal in mind, so – Everything was serious, but it also was like, you know, we still had to enjoy ourselves, enjoy the moment, and, you know, enjoy each other because we, either way it go, whether they repeat it going to the championship or not, that, that same team wouldn't technically be together anymore. So we, we, um, we had our little fun. Um, we stayed way out in Costa Mesa, which is, if you know about California, it's really in the middle of nowhere. So that was also a good thing for us because, you know, it's easy sometimes in bowl games to um, feel like you arrived and you, you, um, you're there. And if you throw on a big city or, or something like that, it can be a distraction. So I would say um, we, we, we got the um, right cars that we dealt with. Yeah, Costa, that's by like the Chargers complex, isn't it? Costa Mesa, I think that's out there. Yeah, it's way it's, it's 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 out there. Yeah, so you guys are kind of isolated. I remember at the FSU Alabama game, they had a Alabama State downtown, 
right by the stadium, but we, we were way out by the airport. So I think that's kind of Jimbo's thing, if you will, kind of like, you know, isolate, let's just take everybody away. And honestly, it's kind of, I kind of like that better. I mean, just eat, I wasn't playing, but just being in the hotel, I had all my friends trying to text me, you know, like, where, where's the party at? Where are you guys going? I'm like, look, I'm just trying to go to work, <laughs> right. get out of here, you know, get in, get out. So it kind of helped a lot. Yeah. Now that was, that was kind of his MO though. Um, I would say from 2010, from his start to when we ended, like each bowl game, we wasn't in the, the hottest location like I just remember in the, even in the Orange Bowl like he had the choice to choose Fountain Blue or another big hotel and he chose a, a low-key um discreet hotel by um the name of Western Diplomat which you know it was low-key it um but it was also in the location where we can beat traffic and um get to where we got to go in time but that was kind of his MO and it was his MO even um during um our stint when we had our home games like we 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 went to a little low-key location and which is definitely a good thing on a friday night in tallahassee when you got a big game coming up yep definitely for sure so what was like kind of like the game what was uh whether it's like the film sessions or kind of the week of practice did you got where'd you guys practice at in california and then what was the like, what was kind of the atmosphere, where it was for, at least for you personally? Like, did you feel a bit nervous, or was it just kind of another, like a walk in the park? No, I wouldn't I even lie to the, to, the, to the listeners and say it was a walk in the park, but it was definitely, like, something that I'm glad the coaches and 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 even my boys, we, we didn't switch up a beat. Like, we um we still practice full pads, which it was um weird to some of the media because, you know, during that time, that's when – they they kind of lighten up on the players and put you in shorts and stuff and you just float around and look pretty and stuff. But um, we didn't switch a beat up. We had the same schedule we had all year. We same field film schedule, same see the movies before the game, same um, we had a test and stuff. So it, nothing was switched up and you know that was that was that was big on preparation because you can easily flip up one little thing and that that might be the deciding factor so we still had um our um one-on-ones in practice we still had good on good but it was it was to the point at at the time that Jimbo knew that we we wasn't gonna go too hard on each other to hurt one another but we also was gonna give a good look because it, it was pivotal so the whole week or two at preparation and everything was was um it was flawless and I knew going into the game that no matter what the outcome was we was gonna give it our all because of how we prepared. And do you think uh like I guess like game plan wise did you guys install anything new based on Auburn's defense at least like you versus Auburn's defense or because I know they had D four back then. Their secondary wasn't I mean they got hyped but I don't think they're really that good in my opinion that secondary for that team. But the front seven looked pretty solid. So, would you, you know, for whether it's protection-wise, you know, hot routes, anything like that, did you guys kind of throw anything new? Or was it more of, you know what, we're just good. We're just going to run our stuff and come out with a W. Well, that's the thing. Um, you, you, you stick to what, what works no matter what, whoever you face. And then you also add a little bit of um, some new kinks because that's, that's just what it goes. Like, you might see something. You got to adjust off that. So, yeah, we had our hot routes based off what we've seen on film, but we also had our same game plan and our same 
um, attack mindset, which is really what what did it for us because you know you can you can add a whole bunch of new stuff and the new stuff might not work. So sometimes you just gotta stick to your old ways, but just add a little bit of kinks to it and and roll with it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, out of all the bowl stuff, so all, you know all the bowl festivities or all the bowl gifts. What was your favorite thing out of anything you received uh, from Pasadena? Honestly, um, that wasn't even the best. Um, I would say the bowl gifts, like, which is weird. We, you know, you think, oh, national championship game, you get the best gifts and all that, but it it might be different now. I don't know because it, it changes each year. But our best gift was from our from our memory was when we went to the Orange Bowl. Like they had Xboxes, they had um bowls, sound bars, you know, ex- real expensive things and it, you know, it so we, we thought going into the championship game that following year was like, oh man, we might get a we might get a damn car, you know. <laughs> Who knows what yeah. the gift gonna be, but you know, it was it was it was um the biggest gift out of that was a ring and a win. So you know, I beggars can't be choosers, so I, I'm not complaining one bit. Yeah, maybe the whole college football playoff, maybe because all that ESPN money and that contract, maybe now it's a little bit different. Yeah, because I, I know because also people, no, definitely, yeah, people forget you guys were the last one. That was the last ones in the BCS, like, and it was wire to wire. So we were the first ones FSU to win the BCS national championship, and then we were the last ones to do it. So we own the BCS era, in my opinion. That's just me, but yeah, like, uh, no, we. No, we um we definitely won. You can you can hate on us or whatever you know some teams. I see I see it nowadays. Like I see um somebody put up that we was number one in points scored and all that stuff like that. And you still got haters, and you know that that's cool and all. But at the end of the day, we in the history books. We um we did our business in a. And it, I think it was in a swag way, and we also had we had we had each other to um to to roll the the charts with, and you can't take that away from us. So, and like you say, we was last BCS bowl game, and we went out in fashion. Christmas has come and gone, but the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've seen just what our teams are capable of this season, and now it's time to get your last bets in before the bowl. Will the Ravens be able to get it done? Can the Kansas City Chiefs redeem themselves from last year? I bet you have a feeling. Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games, MyBookie is where you want to go. Football not your thing? No worries. MyBookie's got it all. From the NBA to the Premier League. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you get a couple of big favorites this week. Parlay Wagers lets you bet multiple games together, and if they all come through, you win big. MyBookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Bet, win, get paid. Definitely. And then, okay, so leading up to the game, one of my favorite parts about kind of traveling, especially road games, 
was going in the bus, you know, riding on the bus, and you pull up to the stadium. So what just what was kind of going through your head? You know, what, what was your pregame playlist? What was going through your head? And then what would you see when you first got up to, to uh, through Pasadena and you saw the stadium? Oh man, hey, when we pulled up, no, I I I go back before the whole trip. Like I said, we was in Costa Mesa, and and I just remember, dang, we we pretty far away from from Pasadena. But once we got in Pasadena, and it was my first time being there, I knew it was in Pasadena because of the route we took to get through to the stadium it was nothing but like quarter million plus dollar homes, and it was it was it was a good sight to see before you got to the stadium. And I just remember pulling up; it was a um, all you just see was a sea of orange because you know you know SEC. I will give it to them; like I give credit when this dude they. They fans travel well, and they they pretty adamant about their sports. And you see nothing but an orange sea. But you know, throughout that orange sea, I knew we were gonna have some some no some loyal no fans in there. And you know, when we got off that bus, I just remember seeing our fans creeped up in that orange wave mix. And you know, it was a good feeling to see that they travel way out there to see us. Yeah, I don't know what Auburn. They were crazy. They got RVs. They were they were road tripping. No, definitely. Yeah, like, oh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, I didn't. I went to the I went to the Rose Bowl that next year, but my mom went. and She said there was a sea of there was a sea of RVs. Like the Atlanta airport was all Auburn fans. They because they kind of knew since Auburn had been to the championship before. Like I think it was like, with Cam Newton. They kind of knew you know how to get the tickets really quick how to get out there really fast. Because we hadn't been back since, you know, like, what, the mid-2000s. So we didn't really, you know, all our fan base was like, all right, what do we do? Like, where, you know, where's the party at? But, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that was definitely – and, yeah, that, that neighborhood, shoot, those homes, I, I, right. I don't even want to know how much those cost, honestly. But, yeah, that's it's a crazy sight to see. So, yeah, you guys got there, what, the game was at, what, like, 8 or 9? So you probably got there, what, like 4 o'clock? Yeah, we got there 4, did our – um. Like I say, we kept the same schedule. We kept the same vibe, and you know that's that's ultimately what we needed. Yeah, and then so pregame with all the festivities, they like the pledge, you know, the extra pledge of allegiance. You got all these, you know, and then even the smoke. You remember that when they they like they uh fired some like fireworks, and there was just smoke all over the field pregame. Yeah, and it was just I in that big old bowl. It was like it felt like it wasn't moving at all. And it was, it, it took you back to the high school days when, you know, you come out at the halftime or before game and you just got to smoke and you just like, man, is this ever going to like, yeah, go away. Is, is it going? <laughs> yeah. Like you don't know, but eventually went away. And that's when you really saw the beauty. The beauty was still there, even with the smoke of that stadium. And mm-hmm. that's one thing you'll never forget is, is, is how that, that field is, how – you can tell looking at it, it has some history behind it. Support for the Believe in FSU Football Podcast comes from Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family drools. Now, it's 2020, and you know what that means. A new year, new me, and new balls. Men, listen up. Harry Bushes are definitely back in 2019. It's not a trend anymore. So if you're going to pick any New Year's resolutions this year – Let's let it be to take care of your junk. Manscaped is making it easy with their grooming products. 
And so kind of, you know, it's like, it's a very delicate process. You want to protect the family jewels. You know, you got kids you want to have in the future. You got future five-star recruits coming out potentially. So the worst thing you can do is go to your balls, try to give a shave, and end up kind of castrating yourself, if you will. So definitely try and get the Manscaped because you need to protect the family jewels, the family heirlooms. That's your future right there. And so that's why Manscaped has redesigned their electric trimmer. So their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you're using on your balls. That's just dirty. Manscaped also has a crop preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits, so why not put, be putting deodorant on the spilling part of your body? So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BLEAV. So that's believe at manscaped.com. Start the new year off right by using the best tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BLEAV at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code believe. And then what, would you, what was your, uh, so like, yeah, that kickoff happens. Um, that, that first drive. We were running the ball pretty pretty well. We got a field goal with uh, Roberto, I think. Let's see, the first quarter. Oh, that's a scoring server. But in the first quarter, we got a field goal with Roberto. Do you think we should have run the ball more with Freeman? Like, what, what do you think? Or I mean, I, we won the game, but, like, we were mowing through that D-line to start the game. Honestly, I don't even know. I'm, how it went, that's how it went. And the only adjustment that we, that was needed was our halftime adjustment. and. Like you said, we could have ran it more, we could have passed it more, whatever the case may be, but I don't know if the outcome would have been the same. So, back to what I was saying, I don't know. If, I'm not even going to put any input to this because the game went how yeah. it went. And, you know, I, I just now recently saw something on Twitter the other day with um, when we went to the halftime with the 21-3 um, the deficit on us and I saw all the tweets and stuff it was like it's funny seeing that now because it's like I don't know why fans do that like SEC is so much greater and so much this and that but because at the end of the day it's 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 college football players playing like it's it's no really big difference like they they put so much emphasis on it not knowing that you know what like ACC got some studs. Big 12 got some studs. Every conference has studs. So it was funny seeing that that happening. It was like it, it goes to show how many people was rooting for us before we got to that point. Because, you know, SEC fans probably was rooting for us until we got to that point. And then you see the 23, then you see the hate. And it's like, oh, I told y'all, I told y'all, look at this. Yeah, look. and they're all yeah. – James is slow, all this. And it's like, man, and then – Bam, the outcome of the game. It's like sometimes you just got to um, be a spectator and just, just see how the outcome Yeah, goes. I was getting dogged on Twitter because everybody – because I was, I was in Georgia at the time. So, like, that was like, the, like Atlanta. That's the that's a heart of Auburn country right there because they go to Auburn and they go to – work. you know, after they graduate, they go to Atlanta to get, like, jobs and stuff. So, I was getting dogged the whole first <laughs> half. But I was like, you know what? We're, I was like, you know what? We're, we're right here. We get a score after halftime. You know, we're only down 11. And then we just kept we just kept kind of chugging and kept going, you know. And then uh, was Damian Craig with the whole signal thing? Was that really that big, big of an impact, or was that kind of like overblown? Hey, it. I think it's a little bit in between because you can't you can't not 
not the idea of him knowing her because he was our quarterback coach, et cetera. So you can't not knock it, but you can't too much blow it up because it's like, hey, I like to, like I said, I like to give credit when it's due. And, you know, if they prepare like that, which I still in the back of my head a little bit is like, man, we we was pretty awesome this year. What's going on? Mm-hmm. So it's it's like a it's like a little in betweener, and it's 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 almost like one of them things that come out thirty years later, in a in a jokingly conversation, you know, over dinner or whatever. Be like, hey, did you really take our comp? Did you really take our signals and all that? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Because even if he did, how fast? Too- like, he would have to be going pretty fast to like identify what Jimbo was calling and then relay that to the defense, right? You know what I mean? That would take a second, wouldn't it? Yeah, but then again, it's like, hey, if you in a system for years, it's not that difficult to mm. do. You know what I mean? So it's, I don't know, it's a, it's a it's a subject that I don't think you might have to do a thirty for thirty on it just to, to get say, the yeah, truth. Get those towel, yeah, ask the towel boys who are who are blocking the signals in the second half, all the equipment guys and GAs. Like, yeah, what was going down there? But because. After the – yeah, because it was – let's see, at halftime, it was – what, yeah, 21-3, right? Yeah. Or was it 21-10? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like – yeah, basically it was – I mean, I knew we were still in this, but it was kind of like, okay, like, you know, Nick Marshall's going off. And then, okay, yeah, Nick Marshall in, in person, like, and Trey Mason. What were your thoughts on those two guys? Oh, those thoughts are um, – you know, they're good players, and, you know, they – we knew that we was – we was going to have to limit their ability to to do what they was doing all year. And it's funny because you bring those two up because they was actually my teammates um, in 2018 up in Canada. And, you know, we still joke. It was still a little joke and smack talking. And it's like, man, dang, we had y'all. And it's just funny because it's, it's a conversation that ne- it, it will never die because I don't think that season will ever yeah. die because of what we did because uh, we got just talking to those two guys like they they um highs and front runners almost and they given they was giving our team so much respect and so much you know um just so much praise just because how we was running tables and you don't hear that often because you hear SEC, you hear all the all the um prejudice against the ACC and all that but if you actually speak to players, you know they give they give they um credit when it's due, and they um like I said they some they two good players, but they they team that year they they had they do they did have a couple of miracles, but so did we and but they were a good team. Yeah, that UGA game. I mean, honestly, the Alabama game they played that pretty, even though it was a miracle. They played that straight up though because they kicked the field. That's what you. That's right. You. They stayed yeah. in the game. They stayed in the game with a loaded Alabama team, and you know you got to give and them. And they that executed credit. the kick six. Like it's almost like a punt return. So it's not like they. Now the Georgia game that was a freaking miracle. That tip ball up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. I don't. That's one of them things you ask that receiver. What was going through his head, and did he know he was going to make that catch? Like nah. And if he don't throw anything with miracle and God in it, then he I, he's yep. he's lying because you like you said like you said that was you but you have some of those and that's what made college football 
And that's what it makes good football what it is because you, you have some plays that you just don't know how it happened. It just happened. And another good example is that, is that Stephon Diggs play. Oh, yeah. Against the yeah, I was watching that year. replay uh, last weekend because they were showing – yeah, insane. Because I remember the announcers, they're like, oh, 10 seconds on the clock. Like, this game's over. Saints win. And then all of a sudden – that, you know, was it Williams and Mrs. – not P.J., but the other William. I think some people actually were giving P.J. Williams crap uh, for that, that Minneapolis stuff. But that was the other – I think it was like Marcus Williams. It was a different safety on the play. It wasn't P.J. on the Saints, just for everybody out there. But, um, yeah. It was yeah, a little was a rookie. rookie. Yeah, he missed that tackle. Like, honestly, I'm more impressed he kind of kept his balance or he didn't even step out of bounds because I would have been in shock. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm that wide open. Because his momentum could have carried him out of bounds. But he – Tiptoe down the sidelines, and then the rest is history. Yeah, yeah, you can't can't uh, write unreal. that out. And then, yeah, please tell me you gave Trey a little uh, Trey Mason a little. You know, you you, you talk a little smack, and he was busting that Heisman move out after. Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely, I, de- I definitely gave him a humbling moment, and you know, at, in football, it's a, it's a humbling game. You know, at the end of the day, you will get humbled. It was a five moment. One it was a great – I mean, I, was, I can't even blame him, though, because that touchdown run he had, he ran through, like, three dudes. And it, it, that momentum – yeah, it was a yeah, nice it, play. But, hey, things happen so yeah. quickly. All right, so since we already got to the end of the game, let's go to that, uh, that two-minute drill. You know, they just showed Trey just busted the Heisman move, Heisman pose, Auburn fans getting rowdy. Mm-hmm. You're on the sidelines. Yep. What's that conversation like? Whether it's like, you know, is it Jameis speaking? Is it Jimbo? Like, who, you know, Rashad? Like, you know, you? Like, who's, who's all talking? Man, I, honest, honestly, Chris, we all looking at each other like, hey, we don't did this since springtime working on our two-minute drills, getting cursed out every Thursday, whether we execute two-minute drill or not, because Thursday was our two-minute drill. And if Thursday – for most teams would be a day where it's it's a lot of walkthrough, it's a lot of, you know, just staying off your feet. But you no, know, our Thursday was a little bit cranked up. It wasn't as hard as our Monday, Tuesday practices, but it was cranked up and it was also a situational day for us. So every Thursday we we um we had our shot plays in our two minutes and we also had our situations in our two minutes. So we had our um we we would have sometimes like a coming out two minute drill and we would just prepare like we when I I'm not lying when I say how much prepared we was because it was like we had we was prepared for coming out, we was prepared for if we was on the fifty yard line going in. We was prepared for a lot of situations that not many people take into account for because they think, you know, oh, we were just so talented, but, you know, it took preparation and it took, like, trusting our guys around us, starting with the old line Like, we, we had to get points from them in the slot. I, it was a lot of stuff to touch into that not many people will know because football is, is kind of like that sometimes. But um, on that sideline, we, we just had a poise about us that we, we kind of knew what we was going to do on that last drive. And – Nobody, I don't remember no nervousness in anybody's eyes. We was dabbing each other up. And the biggest thing that I saw, too, was no matter what happened, we was all going to be brothers after that point. 100%. Yeah, I was a little, I mean, I was like, I would say, like, like I was nervous. But 
also I was like, you know what? At this point, I've, I've yeah. No, yeah. no, that's 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 no. Hey, yeah. that's normal, man. Hey, I'm not mad at you because look, from the outside in, like I said, and that's probably me. I, this, this is me when I when Kobe was playing. Like I was nervous sometimes when it comes in the heat of the moment because it felt like my hands were sweating. Like I'm, I felt like I was in the in it, and it's like that's how that's what makes you a supporter of something because you feel as nervous as like you in the situation. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So I, I don't fault you for being nervous. You probably had so many people in your ear and at the end of the day, Hey, you was probably the one screaming, running out to wherever you was I at, was you know, voice gone, you know, people, no nah, people. And, and you know, at the, at the end of the day, it didn't hit me right away how how much people it affected, but shoot, it, even in 2020, I I can honestly say that I know that game is going to be in people's hearts for a long time, and you know that's that's a good feeling to hear, you know. So that's why I said let me let's get some fans on next week and 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 get some um because maybe it'll trickle over to the season, you know, bring back some old memories. Sometimes memories, you know, you can you can resurface them and and make them um make them into something that you want to get to. Yeah, yeah, memories do kind of heal a little bit. Yeah, honestly, that game is really underrated too because if you look at the whole deck, like, because they talk about, oh, the best games of the decade, you don't really see FSU-Auburn, but that was a hell of a game. Like, the fact that we were down that much and Auburn, you know, was showing out like that too. Because in all the highlights, they don't even – like, they had, a, like, a, the whole 20 – you know, the 2010 to 2020 kind of thing or 2019. I'm like, where's FSU Auburn? Like, but yeah. people – you know, the people who, who it really mattered to, they, they know. They know that game was – that game was everything. Like – No, definitely. And that, that's, 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 that's how it is being Florida State. You, you're not going to get all that praise and glory. But at the end of the day – you see where we at with that point spread. We number one, and you can't you can't knock what we yeah, did that year. Even if you say, "Oh, they played an easier schedule," we did that. We did all that in one less game. Like LSU has a whole extra game, maybe even two. Yeah, yeah, two games. Yeah, they had two extra games. Yeah. Oh no, 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 just one, just one. But still, like it's like insane thinking about how many points y'all scored. You know what I mean? Just and and y'all were sitting in the after like the second quarter too. It wasn't like the stars were in the whole time. Yeah, and that and people don't even throw that in there. And it's like, like I said, Chris, it's cool if we if we want to have a um a crap talk contest, we we will be able to back it up because we will throw out some facts that you know, you, like you said, they don't even throw it out there and they don't even mention it. But we know, like you said, we we sat out a half, we played one full game. That was a Florida game and the Auburn game, and. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was if you about, look at that, it's like, man, imagine the numbers we'd have really hey, put I was up. about to say Clemson, and I remembered, oh, wait, <laughs> we killed them in Death Valley. <laughs> right. Uh, you know what I mean? So, we, 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 that, and that's, that's the, um, that's where, where the humble us come from, because we, we were just young kids, just, we was cool, man, we could have been easily so, so flashy, and so, you know, like, Hey, we doing this. We above the world, but you know, we we still had our, our little swag about us, and but we did it in a way that that if we still was cool about, it. we still was humans. Like we still engaged with the fans. We still, you know, what I mean, we still 
had each other after practices and stuff. Like we we were still normal, and that's the that's the beauty always, of it. Always, always. Yep, and I think that's a pretty good wrap on kind of recapping the BCS, uh, the national championship. But yeah, as Kenny mentioned, we're gonna have fans. So guys, if you fans, if you're interested in coming on and asking Kenny any questions, feel free. Uh, you know, just hit us up online. Our social media will be in the description. But uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps up this episode. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.